Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, amazing. Today, I have a special guest with us, my business coach, Elaine Liu Cardis. Elaine Liu is a business and career coach, speaker, and number one Amazon bestselling author. She serves clients in over 21 countries and specializes in helping women of color entrepreneurs land their dream career and business opportunities through authentic relationship, both online and offline. Elaine is the founder of the Color Your Dreams movement, an initiative to inspire and support 1 million women of color create their dream business and life by 2025. She has been featured in Forbes, Badassery Magazine, and Pasadena Magazine, and Good Morning La La Land. She has spoken around the world, including Sweden and Indonesia, as well as Universal Music Studios. And she leads her monthly community events in the Los Angeles area. She lives in Pasadena and loves boxing. If you stay until the end of this episode, she's gifting you her scripts to get high-paying clients. Thank you so much for being here, Elaine. I'm so excited to be here and be with your listeners. Thank you so much. You have inspired me so much, and I really like about you being so in person. So your coaching focuses all on building personal, authentic relationships through high organic touch. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, high organic touch is just another framework of saying being hot. So, connecting with your clients in a way where it's focused on the relationship rather than a sale. So, I think so often when we're seeing people online, it looks very transactional. I really focus on the transformational relationships. So, I always kind of compare it to dating. For example, when you're trying to make a sale, you don't want to ask、um, for marriage on the first date. That's overwhelming. You just want to get them, get to know them, and your goal on the first date is to get a second date, and then by the third date, hopefully you seal the deal and get a ring. I love that analogy. <laughs> so when you started coaching two years ago, you rise real quick, and that is all by collaborating with others, right?、Mm-hmm. Correct. It was. I was a guest speaker for a lot of people,、um, and just connecting with others. And just so people know my background, I was a former grassroots organizer. So I'm a very weird millennial in that the first job I had at a college was getting paid $500 a month door knocking and phone calls. Yep, door knocking. I did like 300 calls a day. Wow! So. so that laid your foundation to calls, and those calls are based on real relationships. Yeah, learning how to be rejected early on has helped me in my own business. So that really did lay the foundation because even though I meet with people in person. I meet people online, but it's the way on how you're going to communicate, ask them the right questions, and more importantly, is listening to them. You know, you want to involve the other person you're connecting with rather than instruct them. For example, you don't want to be a nagging mom and ask, "When are you going to brush your teeth?" Right? You want to ask, "Are you going to brush your teeth before video games or after video games?" So there's like a difference in that. Mm, and you're able to create your community that way. Correct. I've been able to create my community. So I have these free monthly events in LA where I'm not running any paid ads to it. In fact, I have an event this Saturday. But by the time your listeners are going to listen to it, it's going to pass. But there'll be another one, and we have 72 people registered. 
but it comes from building that relationship. So when people, for example, register, then they receive a confirmation email and then I invite them to follow me on Facebook and Instagram and then they receive other emails just getting to know me. So that by the time they go to my event, they really know who I am, who my guest speaker is. And then at my event, I get to know them and the follow-up. It's all really relationship building from everything I do, whether it's social media or even in person. And you mentioned follow-up. How important are follow-ups? Follow-up is queen, ladies. And I'm saying ladies because I understand that most majority of your listeners are ladies. But follow-up is so important because when it comes to sales, it's not just trying to like seal the deal and get the ring right at the end of the day. So for example, today I actually had two sales calls with people who want to work with me, but they, you know, they want to look at their numbers. They want to talk to their husbands. I know that they're going to, by the time your listeners are going to listen to them, I know that they're going to be my clients because I just followed up with them be like, okay, great. Why don't you do that? And then are you available to connect tomorrow at two or 3 PM? So remember when it's following up with people, it's not giving an option to say no, as Lucy has learned from me because Lucy's one of my clients. It's like, okay, are you free at two or 3 PM? And obviously if they're not free those two times, then you give another time as well. I love that. What has helped you to getting high paying clients? The biggest thing is owning that you deserve it um, and start acting like it. And people will just know your power in terms of how much you're worth and your self-worth it is. So when I compare myself to where I was at in the beginning of my business to where I'm at, I would say I just own more of what I know of and I share more of not just me. In the beginning, I was sharing more of my story, what I've overcome. So that's what I want to emphasize. It's not just sharing, oh, look at me. I was able to go from 60K to 98K and get a raise or go from zero to 100 clients. But now I'm also now sharing my clients' results. So I'm talking more about my clients as opposed to myself. So when people are realizing that I'm focused on service, that I feel like that's how I've been able to uh, get more high-paying clients because they're saying, well, Elaine's not just talking about herself. She's talking about her clients too. Mm, and that's the organic touch as well. Yes, that's the organic touch. And another thing, I mean, it's going to be different for everybody. So, um, so for example, for you, I'm just assuming, or I actually even have one of my clients I've been with for two years who's in front of me, sitting next to me. I mean, she gets a lot of her clients through her podcast and her Instagram, but it's all about the relationship building. So a question you need to ask yourself is, where's your ideal client hanging out? Right. So for me, I and really squaring in and understanding your niche. So my niche, are, I mean, there are two different groups of women. One is like they're really amazing at their full nine to five job and they want to have a business or they already have a business and want to scale. So I know that those two groups, they're not going to be hanging out on Instagram all the time because they're busy. They're making six figures. They're making the money already, but they want to scale. So where are they going to go? Well, they want to get to know me in person which makes sense in terms of having my model and I have free monthly events. So it's really honing in is what is your ideal client avatar? Number one, what is your niche? Where do they hang out? And then just making sure you're creating a community or space where they're going to hang out. Just like what you're doing right now, Lucy, is like you're, you're creating this podcast because um, I'm assuming that it's like a lot of moms that are listening, but it's like they're running around trying to chase her toddler to change her diaper or whatever it is. Um, and they could listen to like one AirPod on their ear while like, you know, holding their kid. I like that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned your monthly events. Would right. you say the majority of your clients come through these events? 
Yes, it is. So here's another thing, and you can't see me, but I am Asian, so I'm not saying this because I'm good with numbers, but it's really important to keep track of everything. How I make my money, number one is actually renewals. I have a lot of clients who continue wanting to work with me, and then my second in terms of money coming in is from my events, and then third is referrals. So yes, events make me a lot of money. So thank you for everyone that's coming. But <laughs> it's not just, you know, it's not just every single person that's going to come in becomes a client, but I give so much value. I create community where people end up inviting their other friends. So even though that one person that came to my event is not a client, her friend may want to be a client or they are for other people. So it creates, like I said, I was a grassroots organizer. It creates this movement where people just start bringing other people. So they come to me and I'm just holding a space for them. Mm, and it's surprising that you mentioned all these ways of retaining your clients and Instagram or Facebook is not on the list. Well, it's interesting because I, I had one of my clients actually do is um, a workshop in my line action mastermind and they don't, con- social media is not my conversion tool. Actually, social media is my acquisition and my retention. So what that means is I'll meet someone online. Actually, Lucy, you're the perfect example is, you know, we met online, right? And then I was like, and you reached out to me and asked if we could meet. And by the way, a lot of coaches wouldn't have done that. I'm not saying you should feel special, but I was like, okay, we met for coffee. So, you know, you're an acquisition. And then we met in person and other people have met me through my events, right? So we meet there and then I end up converting them or, you know, they come to my event and then they just stalk me and follow me for a while. And then they end up wanting to work with me. So they don't convert on social media, but they're my acquisition, my retention. Mm. So I would also like to think of Instagram maybe as a business card, mm-hmm. right? For someone that you can present to them what you do and they like follow you or like you, but it's not where the conversion happens. Yeah. And well, actually, no, not major. Not a lot of times. Some people, they are like, I got a message from someone in both Nigeria and London who want to work with me. And I also want to share this to your listeners at this moment. I have like 2000 followers on Instagram, which is not a lot, but I get a lot of acquisitions from like people that want to come to my events. So they're like following me or retention. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I do. So how many followers did you have when you made six figures? That's a good question. I need to look at that. Probably a thousand. And then I probably had an email list of 500. Mm -hmm. So metrics are not important. Metrics is important, like metrics is important to keep track of, but for like, you have to really understand your model, right? So my model is not, I'm a really great mass marketer. There are a lot of coaches and business owners who are great mass marketers and then they'll sell like, like a program. Like I, what my niche is and how I would like identifying myself is I'm like, he said, higher organic touch. I love getting to know my clients, right? So I do want to get to know people and that's through events. So if that's through events, then like my social media is not going to have like a huge follow, but let's say Instagram is your big platform. So you do have to run the numbers, right? Whether it's a hundred thousand, a million followers, and then you can know your numbers. I'm launching this specific product and it's not going to be high touch, but it's like there's modules and people will follow it. I just know for me and I mean, I've seen other people do it. I'm not saying one model is right or wrong. What's really important is to really understand what brings you joy. So I'm going to Marie Kondo this podcast, like what brings you joy to acquire clients? And for me, it's connecting with them in person. Like the thought of doing a passive income course 
and creating it and then launching it, it just doesn't excite me. Sure, I want to make a lot of money, but I love getting to know my clients. Exactly. So what exactly energizes you? Go with that energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go with that energy. I'm not saying you have to follow my exact model, but you have to do a model that feels right to you. Mm -hmm. But while you're here, you're so good at, you know, converting your clients. Can you share your script? Yes, I can. So what you want to do, and I'll be happy to share um, a gift to your audience members as well. So obviously social media is amazing. So before you get into a sales call, go stalk them and, you know, see where they're from, what they do, what their passions are, right? And see what things you can relate to them for, right? So for example, Lucy, if I were to follow you, then I know you're from LA, right? In the San Gabriel Valley, which is where I'm also from. So like, so first step is creating rapport, just knowing that you're connecting with them. Like, oh, Lucy, like I see you're also in San Gabriel Valley. What city do you live in? Right. So there's a common thread there. And then one of the first questions is just asking them, what are your, like, what is your goal in the next 12 months when it comes to whatever they're coming to you for? So whether it is life coaching, which is what you do, Lucy, or business, which is probably what you're going to end up doing later (laughs) or, or marketing, whatever it is that you're selling. So ask them, what are their top, you know, what do they want 12 months from now? And then second question is, what is your biggest challenge? You know, third is on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, how committed are you to doing this? And then four, I just give so much value. I mean, Lucy, you know this, like I give so much value to a sales call that I just end up telling them what to do for a little bit and then reflect on it. What did you get the most out of this call? And then they start saying one, two, and three. Awesome. What did you love about my coaching or what did you love about my advice? They start talking about it like, okay, great. So then you start mirroring what they say. So I understand that your goal 12 months from now is to do one, two, and three, and this is your biggest challenge. I would love to help support you and overcome that challenge. What are your thoughts? And then the most important thing to do after that, when you're doing the ask is shut your mouth and don't say anything. So have a glass of water because the moment that you break the ice, there's just like a lack of confidence that is gone. So you just have to wait for it. And then, then comes like, okay, well, I think the perfect program for you. And I really do. Like, even if I might be selling one thing, because I always recommend to my clients sell one thing, I'm listening to them and then I end up either downselling them or upselling them depending on where they're at and what I think their needs are. I'm like, well, I have this service and I think this would be a great fit. It's a five-week program. It's a six-month program. We do one, two, and three. And there's two payment options. Tell me what's the best thing. So there's either two monthly payments of $1,250 or there's an upfront payment of $1,997, which is the best fit for you. And then close your mouth again and then Hmm. have them respond. So you don't give them an option to say no. No, there's an option to say no. And then like, awesome. So do you want, like, where's your credit card? Can I take this over the phone right now or should I send you the link? So once again, no option. Like I'm making sure I'm taking the payment right away. Hmm. Is that how you teach your client to be assertive? Yes. You know this, Lucy. I do. (laughs) Well, maybe for someone who's a little bit beginner in business, um, Mm -hmm. how do you teach them to be more assertive? So remember, you have to remember what your why is and what what you could help that other person do. I know a lot of people get scared about sales, but sales is really serving. I love sales calls. Like, I think they're so much fun because they learn so much about the other person. And you also have to remember too, you choose if you want to work with that other person. Like it doesn't always have to be like, I need to close this deal, but I get to know other people, how to be more sort of, you're just asking questions. 
that's how to be more assertive. And then even when you're on the call and you pick up a limiting belief, you could even ask the question, so I'm picking up on something. Are you okay if I ask you this difficult question? They're like, sure. Oh, that's another thing I forgot to mention. In the beginning of a call, you want to establish authority. So I do two things. One, so I'm going to ask you difficult questions. Are you okay with that? I'm like, okay. And then the second question is, by the end of the call, if it's a good fit, are you okay if we talk about working together? And if not, I could refer you to other people. And so that's how I become sort of, because what happened in the beginning of my business, it's like, oh, wow, all these people want to talk to me. And they're like, oh, Elaine's so nice. She's willing to give like these free strategy sessions. But then when you just say that up front, it just cuts to the deal. And like anyone, you want people to be direct with you. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. So you are working with this Selena Sue. She mm-hmm. is also very into organic, authentic relationships. She's really good at that. How has working with her helped you? Oh, it's been tremendous. Like absolutely amazing. I mean, whether it's Selena or any other coach, like it's just important to have a mentor. It's interesting because I'm like, man, I teach this to my, my, all my other clients, but we get caught up in the day-to-day and you just kind of need that eagle eye view to kind of redirect you. Also, to call, call you out on stuff and be like, Elaine, what are you doing? So for example, you know, I was planning my launch strategy in the summer for this end of the year and I, I want to do all these things like masterclass, webinar, do this, this, and this. And then she reminded me, Elaine, you're really good at events. Why don't you just do one-day retreats? I was like, oh my God. And that's where the idea of doing one-day retreats came up. And I've just been focused on doing my events. So it's a, you know, finding the right mentor is about like finding a mentor is going to help you bring out your strengths and call you out on it and simplifying your systems because it's not about doing everything. You don't, there's not enough time to do everything. Mm, Thank you. And when you yourself need a mindset reset, what do you do? I love boxing. So I do Muay Thai, which is Thai kickboxing. I do that. I, but I've been doing less of that. So I, I'm going to mention this to other people, business owners, because I just hired a nutrition wellness coach. So I actually have three coaches now. I have a business coach, I have a nutrition wellness coach, and I have a spiritual coach. So when you are working business, it's kind of like you're an Olympic athlete. So you're performing an event for eight hours, 12 hours for a long time. So rather than doing high intensive workouts, it's better to do like low intense workouts. So whether that's yoga, I love weightlifting. I love doing that. Um, but I'm doing more like yoga and stretching, something that's more chill because I'm very intense in my work because I'm high energy and talking to people. Would you mind sharing your favorite quote with us, Elaine? Yes, I will. You can only become truly accomplished at something you love. Don't make money your goal. Instead, pursue the things you love doing and then do them so well that people can't take their eyes off you. Mm. By the amazing Maya Angelou. Mm, I love that one. Thank you so much for sharing us and thank you for being here today. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I forgot to mention, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) I wanted to get a gift to um, all your audience members since I'm talking about high organic touch. Um, So if you want my six scripts to get high paying clients and speaking gigs organically, you go to my website. It is elainelu.com. So E-L-A-I-N-E-L-O-U.com slash high touch scripts. Mm, I will be sure to put that in the show notes. Yay. I'll give you the link too. Yes. Don't worry. I will put that in the show notes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye everyone.
To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 